Blog Talk Radio. January 7th, 2021. Well, kids, welcome to the 415. My name is Raina Starr. Joining me as always is my co-host, Star Bustamante. Hey, Star, what's happening? Hey, well, what isn't happening? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, right? so yesterday. I mean, so yesterday. Yeah, but wait, here's before my... you go into that, hold it, hold it, hold it. I've got a Thank all the proper people, do the proper disclaimers, and get that business handled first. So, everybody, the 415 is brought to you in cooperation between Desperate House Witches and The Wild Hunt. Check out thewildhunt.org, please. Give it all your support. It is the pagan paper of record. The opinions expressed on 415 are of myself and my co-host, Star Bustamante, and it's not a direct reflection on either of the shows or papers that we represent. So, well, actually, that's not true because <laughs> I am Desperate House, which is, therefore, everything I say represents my show. So, but I'm good <laughs> with that. It's cool. Um, but, yes, um, also, please be aware that some language might be used. Uh, if that's a problem, I apologize. I will try to keep it clean. However, this has been such a cluster I mean, we had a list, folks. To tell you quite honestly, we had a list of stuff to talk about. We were going to talk about specifically the runoff election. We were going to talk about uh, Congress trying to overturn a duly elected president-elect. We were going to talk about pardons. We were going to talk about uh, America's voice shutting down in, in Germany. I'm giving you a quick overview because we're not getting to that. Um, pandemic, vaccinations, we were going to talk about the inauguration, the stimulus checks. We were going to talk about Bill Barr's departure. I mean, we had a host of things that we were going to talk about, but au contraire, (laughs) we have whatever that was yesterday. Oh, (laughs) but sorry. Help me, help me figure this out. I'm I'm lost. Okay, so let me just let me just recap for you. First of all, yesterday started out. It was the sweet smell of democracy in the morning, as uh, we started getting confirmation on the results of uh, the Georgia runoff elections, which uh, Warnock had already been. Uh, declared the winner in his race and Ossoff was, was ahead. So there was the sweet smell of democracy. And by the afternoon, it was the rotten stench of insurgency. So, um, or insurrection, uh, you know, and, uh, I, I mean, honestly, I don't think I on one hand, I was not surprised so much by what happened, but I was still stunned, shocked, and in awe of uh, just the crazy uh, way that all of this kind of evolved. Agreed. But, okay, so we knew that there were going to be, at least we had an idea that protests were going to happen because yesterday was supposed to be the certification from the Electoral College by Congress to say, yes, in fact, we have a duly elected new president and vice president of the United States. We get all this. Um, We were expecting protests. I was not expecting an attempt at a coup. So my thing is, you know, and, and in watching the details in the reports, apparently a lot of these folks showed up unarmed and vowed to return in two weeks for Inauguration Day fully armed. So what part of America are we, are we lo- have we lost forever? What is going to happen? I mean, is there extra security? You know, 
apparently some senators were called and called traitors. And, I mean, these are Republican, this is Republican on Republican crime. What <laughs> the heck? I mean, but seriously, it's, there's a new there's a new phrase to be coined, Republican on Republican crime. I love it. Uh, okay, so first of all, let's let's break this down. Um, okay, going into uh, the certification of the electoral college votes, there were about a dozen or so senators, and then a number of uh, I don't. There were a bunch of uh, congressional representatives that meant to. They had stated that they were going to object to uh, the electoral votes from certain states. Uh, basically, the states that Biden won that they don't believe he should have won, like Arizona and Georgia and Pennsylvania, um, and. Let me back up here just a second because something very significant happened on I, on Monday, and that was that the Pennsylvania um, when they came together, uh, the legislature came together in Pennsylvania. They refused to recognize. Uh, I think it was uh, State Senator uh, Brewster. Who had won, but there was uh, there's been a lawsuit filed in that case because they're they're challenging mm-hmm. it. But they'd already they already lost the Republicans already lost the the first court case, and now it's going to the federal level. But really, that doesn't I don't even think that they can overturn it because it's a state matter, not a federal matter. But they refused to to seat Brewster, and they removed uh, Fetterman, who's the lieutenant governor. Um, from uh, from the proceedings as speaker and installed their own speaker. So that's kind of a little bit of a glimmering of what uh, what was kind of being put forth by these uh, congressional representatives and also senators uh, as to that they were going to object to the electoral college. Uh, now. Let me ask you a question of, before you go any further. Before you go any further, sure. has this ever been done before? Do we know if, because I do not know of any previous cases where this has occurred before. I don't believe I've ever heard of any. Has this ever happened, or are we, like, so in new territory that it's boggling the mind? As far as, like, what happened in Pennsylvania or what happened in the Capitol? What it, uh not having uh, a duly elected uh, person be seated, whether it's Pennsylvania or, or wherever. Um, I'm not sure I've ever heard of a case where somebody who was, I mean, without evidence, they keep calling fraud, fraud, fraud all over the country without having a shred of something real. I mean, the only cases they've won were in relation to distance viewing, as far as I know. And that's it. I mean, but ha- can you just decide you're not going to seat someone? Is that is that no. allowable? Um, okay. Well, first, of all, when it comes to the states, when it comes to the states, each state, depending on what's in the state constitution and what their charter says, determines what their procedure is. Uh, so, okay. you know, sadly, sadly, I am not versed on whether that is legal or not for. Uh, for for Pennsylvania. So apparently we're having some technical difficulties here. Um, I'm not I'm not sure what what is happening here. Um, what I was talking about was that the each state is is different, so I'm not well versed in what Pennsylvania's uh, constitution and what the laws are. So I'm I'm not really really sure 
if what Sorry they about that, what Shane. they did. I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm back. Uh, I'm not sure if what they did was legal. Or not. Um, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I don't think you can just make a decision like that willy-nilly to not do what was elected, what was agreed to. I mean, I I can't fathom how we got here, Star. I don't get it. I mean, did Trump break the world or what? (laughs) This is not – well, I mean, first of all, I don't think that um, I don't think it's so much of a mystery as to how we got here. Um, you know, we have decades of issues that have not been addressed, and you know, it's all coming to a head. I mean, if you look at you know, one of the things that um, that has been uh, is being discussed. On a, on a lot of different media outlets is the difference in, first of all, the response in trying to, you know, control this mess of, of yesterday compared yeah. to what happened with, with the Black Lives Matter protests in the, in the summer. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they had, they brought in, you know, the National Guard in massive amounts of numbers. They had security that we still don't really know who the hell they were. Um, they had ATF, they had U.S. Marshals, all of that for what were largely peaceful protests other than a lot, you know, than the occasional pushing and shoving. Um, right. And and they had no issues firing on them and firing on the media, Um but yesterday, I mean, first of all, um, so, like, they did not even – they didn't have the, the numbers of uh, National Guard to back up the Capitol Police and, and uh, Metro D.C. Police, which they should right. have had. I mean, and, you know, I just saw earlier that the, the sergeant-at-arms – has uh, has resigned. Um, there's yeah. a, a shit. There's a shit ton of resignations happening on uh, Elaine Chow, who is Mitch McConnell's yeah. wife, who His is wife. the Secretary yep. of Transportation. She She's has tendered her resignation. Um, yep. Here, here's something. Uh, here's something that'll just just make your your head pop off. Um, right. One of <laughs> one of one of Trump's lawyers filed a severance request uh, with the court, and where they listed that the client has used the lawyer's services to perpetrate a crime, and the client insists upon taking action the lawyer considers repugnant, and with which the lawyer has a fundamental disagreement, okay? Um, you know, uh, I mean, just... Which just one un- of the winners was that? Um, I'm was not sure. This just, this, this just came, uh, this just popped up a, a little bit ago, and I hadn't even had a chance to really, um, really look at it, Um this is insanity. This is insanity. I don't recognize this country. I, I you know, <laughs> um, okay. I, I can't so this, even wrap words. This was in the case of, um, it was filed in uh, the district court for Eastern uh, District of Pennsylvania. And, uh, yeah, I mean it it it, riddle, it literally reads the undersigned respectfully requests leave of this court to withdraw as counsel for the plaintiff in this action pursuant to Pennsylvania rule of professional conduct inasmuch as the client has used the lawyer's services to perpe- for to crime and the client insists upon taking action that the lawyer considers repugnant and with which the lawyer has a fundamental disagreement. I mean, this is stunning. Uh, the uh, the attorney's name <laughs> is uh, Jerome 
M. Marcus. So, uh, okay, you know, Jerome. I can only assume. Jerome's looking, Jerome's looking for a payday star. <laughs> Jerome wants a payday because Trump is losing all of the cases. That's, that's what that means. The, the lawyer just wants to make sure they get their fee. I, okay, you know what? I guess if you're – listen, anyone can ask for anything. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it good. It doesn't make it true. I mean, I can ask for a million dollars. It doesn't mean anyone's going to hand it to me. But if any of you would like to, I certainly would be appreciative. But really, I mean, you can – there's any number of things that can be done. It doesn't mean they should be. Um, I, I, if that doesn't get laughed out of court, I don't know what else would. Can somebody suddenly have a, cri- a crisis of conscience or just know that they're losing and back out that way? Is that even how it works? I mean, well, or can uh, you just be disbarred? Um, well, I mean, attorneys file to sever from uh, from clients. Uh, that's that's not so unusual, but to, but to say that that you know that basically they're saying my client is 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 using my services to commit a crime, and therefore I am I do not want to represent him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is is pretty wow. Um, so I mean. But I mean, and that's just there have been like a slew of resignations, and I think that's going to con- going to continue. Um, there there have also been multiple calls for, uh, you know, either to impeach, to use. I mean, last night, like around I don't know seven o'clock, eight o'clock, there started to be um, reporters Call saying twenty fifth. Yeah, the, for the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Yeah, within, right within Trump's own cabinet. I mean, it was his own cabinet members who were who were putting this forth. Um, one of the other things that happened yesterday uh, is that Trump refused to to call up uh, more National Guard. Uh, he wouldn't do it, and so Trump, or not Trump, uh, Pence, and the National Security Advisor went, they circumvented uh, Trump altogether, and Pence ordered the guard called up. Now, here's yeah. the thing, that Trump is not, or Pence is not authorized to, uh, I know. for that. Um, so, I mean, you know, that was just like really, I mean, I think that we have been so, uh, four years of this has dulled our senses to the point that we, fail to notice sometimes how not normal things are. And I mean, well, like nothing, yeah. nothing that happened yesterday was normal. Okay. I mean, like nothing. Uh, th- the fact that he, a group of people who have been known to uh, be fairly radical in their behavior and aggressive uh, that, that there was not a, you know, at least, you know, a thousand extra security put in place to protect the Capitol. <clears throat> right. Is pretty stunning in a, in and of itself. Um, yeah. And I think that you have to have to, you know, remember that basically Trump incited a riot. I mean, he told them, you know, he has been put, peddling this for uh, for weeks, if not months, that. Uh, you know, I mean, he told the the, the Proud Boys to uh, to stand by and stand, you know, right. and be ready to stand down, yep. but but stand ready. So, you know, I mean, I don't think that this is necessarily that much of of a of a surprise that they actually acted on, you know, exactly what what he wanted them to do. Um. You know, yeah. he said we're going to go march to the to the to the Capitol and take back the government. I mean, he actually said that, and they did that. That's exactly what they did. They went to the Capitol. Know. They, you know, they basically busted out windows, busted through doors, uh, beat up uh, law enforcement. 
you know, uh, unfortunately, a woman was shot and killed as she was trying to come through the window. Um, yeah, there, there were four people that died, but three were uh, medical emergencies. Uh, she was the only person shot. Uh, you know, but, I mean, seriously, if you think you're just going to, you know, anybody who's never been, I think it's this is really an important thing, is that if you've never been to the, to the U.S. Capitol, first of all, you can't just walk in. You have to be, you have to have an invitation. You have to have, you know, uh, unless you're part of a tour that's part of a school or something like that, if you, if the, for the average person that just wants to go, you have to, you know, they check you and they check the people that work on the Hill, <clears throat> you know, if they don't have their, their lanyard and laminate with them, with their, you know, their credentials, they're not getting in. Right. Uh, you know, unless they're on the guest list or, you know, somebody knows that they're coming and, and they're, they're, you know, there are guest credentials left for you. Uh, you, you know, you don't just drop in and there's security at every possible, every possible point. There is not a single door, corridor, anything that does not have security on it. Um, and in addition to that, there is major surveillance throughout the entire Capitol. You know, it's right. why the skiff is, right. in, is in the basement that is, that is surveillance free. Um, yeah. so, so I, I think people don't really understand this, you know. Well, here's my question, because you're not supposed to be able to just walk in. Now I know it's called the people's house. <laughs> you know. There's a lot of buildings that are considered public property, but you do have to have, especially after 9-11, we had to up mm-hmm. security just because of terrorist threats. Here's where I think the problem happened. You had people supporting a current president. Did the Capitol Police feel that they even had a right to do anything, even though the action was questionable, I mean, did it start off illegal? You know, how far were they allowed to go? How far can the Capitol Police go when they are the supporters of the current administration? Is that where maybe there was a problem or a miscommunication or a lack of communication on what responsibilities no, I, were? Uh, from from news reports that that I've read and listened to this morning, um, basically, because they were expecting that that there would be that there would be protests, that there there would be potentially trouble, and the sergeant at arms had, you know, had said, uh, you know, basically we got this, don't worry, everything will be fine. Um, you know, they set up a perimeter. Once the protesters breached the perimeter. Okay, so like the bike racks that they that they use to you know to cordon off areas. Once they breached that, I mean, and you can look at the video. Um, they yeah. just basically kind of you know uh, the cops were trying to stay out in front of them and keep them out of the Capitol. Um, right. But I mean, they were clearly outnumbered. I mean, I saw. Yeah, tons of video. You know, I think everybody's probably seen that video of the black Capitol um, security guard yes. running up the steps to get away from these. You know, and I mean, over fifty officers were, you know, were were wounded yesterday. Many with head injuries yeah. from where they were hit with steel pipes and and all kinds of crap. Um, you know, so even if it started out as a rally and a protest. Yeah, it quickly, de- you know, devolved into something else entirely. Um, you know, one of the images that will probably stick in my brain forever is that somebody had scratched into one of the doors of the Capitol, murdered the media. Um, yeah. Y- you know, <laughs> and the... And the only reason that a lot of these people were not armed is because yeah. D.C. has very strict laws when it comes to, when it comes to, to weapons, very strict laws. 
um, you know, your weapon ha- you have to be registered within the district. You cannot you cannot come from outside without without a permit that is you know to carry within the district. So all of them would they would have been risking an a, a arrest. Um, what's that? Uh, the guy's name? He's a he's a proud boy. Um, he he was uh, picked up. He was. He was one of the people that pulled the the Black Lives uh, Matter banner down in D.C. and and he actually posted on social media that he was the one who lit the lighter that that set the sign on fire. And um, when he flew into D.C. for for this event, uh, yeah. guess what? The police picked him up and arrested him. And when they <laughs> did so, the, he, he had um, he had weapons. He had um, oversized. Uh, 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 ammo. What do you call him? A- anyway, he had he had a- he had he had ammunition and guns, which as a felon, multiple magazines. Yeah, ma- multiple yes. magazines, high capacity magazines. Um, yes. Okay, so he's a felon. You're not allowed to have that shit, and you're certainly not allowed right. to have it in the district. And then he told police that he was that it was okay because he had brought those to sell. He was selling. It was it was part of a sale that he was conducting. So I mean, yeah, that I mean you can't. You make can this just stuff lie. Up. You can just <laughs> lie. It doesn't matter. You can just make up any bullshit you want to, and just lie. And I mean. Here's the thing. Aren't the Proud Boys considered yet a terrorist organization? And shouldn't they be? Um, they're definitely a hate group. Um, I don't know if they're classified as a domestic terrorist group or not, but they're definitely a hate group. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so uh, – I think we need to back up because one of the things that you said when we were first started was how did we get here? And yeah, I mean, I, I always think that, that. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think that I think that what we've seen over the, you know, the last, you know, several decades is just kind of a continual erosion of our civil rights of, you know, I mean, there is certainly a lack of uh, morality and sense of ethics, uh, which, yeah. I mean, has really circled the drain in the in the last four years. Um, yeah. Because, I, and I don't think anybody's going to argue with us and, and say that, you know, that this administration has been... Uh, morally or ethically correct because they've kind of gone right. the other direction at pretty much every turn. Um, right. But I think that, that this, there's been this erosion of, of values and procedure. And I mean, and I think part of it is that, you know, some of the proce- some of the procedures, absolutely. Do, do, do they need to change? Yes. Um, they've not adapted well to how our um, society has evolved and grown. Um, you know, so, I mean, that's part of the the problem too, in my opinion, but when you have people that, that feel, um, you know, suppressed or repressed who are used to having privilege, okay, which that would be white people, okay, <laughs> um, right, and they feel increasingly marginalized whether they are or not you know we're not talking about whether they are or not we're talking about how they feel then i mean you're you're setting the table for for problems and um you know i mean we have a huge class divide in this country that is getting wider all the time unfortunately many of the people who are at the you know at the bottom of that divide are so willing to to believe that uh you know people like Donald Trump somehow understand them and represent them 
You know, I mean, I will never understand this, okay? Uh, right. You know, right. I guarantee you, Donald Trump ain't never gone to the grocery store and bought a gallon of milk and cereal, you know, in his life. Nor has he gone for diapers or, or anything else. And, in fact, I mean, right. I think this is an increasing problem with many of the, of the representatives in our government, you know? How many sure. of those people sure. that – how many of the people that serve in Congress and the Senate, how many of those people do you think – in the last even 10 years, have gone to the grocery store and, you know, had to buy their own groceries, you know. Maybe some freshmen, you know, congressmen and women, maybe, some, you know, maybe a senator yeah. here and there. But by and large, we're talking about people that have a level of privilege that most of us can't even wrap our brains around. I mean, just think about that that you never have to go to the grocery store, you know, you don't even have to order that shit. Somebody takes care of that shit for you, you know? Is this yeah. how most yeah. of America lives? It is not, you know? It is simply not. not. So we have increasingly isolated politicians that are supposed to be serving our best interests, and many of them are serving their own interests and not not, represent, not doing the job that they were sent to, to the Congress or, or to the Senate to do. And right. uh, I think that the, the more that you have that, the more you're going to see shit like what happened yesterday, uh, you know. But I think you also, you know, I mean, all of, the, all of what happened yesterday was perpetuated by lies, serious sure. myths and disinformation that was deliberately done to buy Trump and buy his, you know, ad, administration to try and remain in power, even though he lost the election. I mean, yeah. and it wasn't close, you know, it was not necessarily a very close election. He lost by a pretty good margin when it comes to uh, electoral college votes and sure. uh, even even more so, uh, you know, when you look at the popular vote, uh, you know, Biden got seven million more votes than him, eight million more. I mean, yeah, you over know, seven, a lot, over seven million more. Yeah, it, it wasn't it, narrow. It, it, it wasn't a no. It wasn't a slim margin like he's trying to make it out to be. You know, right? It wasn't the five hundred and forty votes in in one county in Florida. You know that was not right. that was not what happened here. Um, I know. But, I mean, and even up until the day before yesterday, he was still trying to get people to overturn it. And and who, who, I don't remember who he called in Georgia and said, "Find me eleven thousand seven hundred and some odd votes." Uh, Raffen uh, Raffenberger who's the Georgia yeah. Secretary of State. Yeah, I mean, that was an hour-long phone call where he harangued uh, Raffensperger and his attorney for an hour and wanted them to find him. He said he only needed 11,780 votes because that would be one more than what uh, Biden won by. You know, I mean, first Even of- if you wanted to. Here's my question. Even if you wanted to make that happen, how is it even feasible to suddenly pull, I'm sorry, almost 1,200 or 12,000 votes out of your tushy? I don't even know how that even gets started or where you find these things without saying you're reversing votes that were cast for the other person. Well, it it doesn't. It doesn't. And here's why. Because the, the election had already been certified. You know, the electoral votes had already been certified with the state. There there was there was no and here's the thing that's that's that lets us know that this is probably something that he has done with every state that Biden won that you know, that he felt he should have won because Yeah. Even if he managed to somehow persuade uh, Raffensperger to um, to overturn 
the election and give him the state of Georgia, ain't enough for him to win. He'd have to he'd have to you know do that in several states. Uh, yeah. You know the other Arizona, Pennsylvania, all these other places. Oh, by the way, while I'm breathing, check out the Wild Hunt. Go to wildhunt.org. Give them all your support. It's pagan paper of record. I had to throw that in there. Thank you so much. But seriously, I mean, this is this is nonsense. This is insanity. How do you even? I mean, it's already certified. It's already done. Okay, the situation is over. How is anyone supposed to even explain? After the fact, oh, we are now going to reverse the certification. We are now going to reverse the numbers, which is what he wanted done in essence. I mean, I don't understand how nobody got in his ear and said, you look stupid. Stop. Because this talent. He has surrounded himself by people like Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani and other people that are, you know, that, you know, I don't know. I don't know how they thought that, that this would end anyway, other than how it has ended. But I mean, in addition to the fact that these, that these elections were certified, there were, I mean, they, I mean, I don't, I've lost count of how many lawsuits they brought that were all dismissed for not having standing, which means that they had no yeah. grounds. They had no grounds no for, the, for the suits. No proof. Suits that the, yeah. Well, and, and not only that, I mean, yeah, they had, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely, you know, crazy. But what he did yesterday, you know, if that phone call was not bad enough, what he did yeah. yesterday was he took thousands of people and sicked them on our nation's capital and our representatives and our, our government, Um, you know, which, I mean, the words treason and sedition, uh, you know, are are being, are being said seriously, um, you know, and interestingly enough, uh, the senators who had said that they were going to object uh, to you know all of these states, uh, yeah. you know many of them, you know had their hat in their hands uh, yeah. yesterday evening when um, when both houses reconvened. Mm-hmm. Which my personal opinion is this: they did is not okay. What Kelly Loeffler right. said, um, the horrible ads that she ran, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean. They paved the way for what happened yesterday, and they have to yes, be held did. accountable. There have to be I consequences agree. for that. Um, you know, I, frankly, I don't think that they should keep their seats in the House, or at the very least, they need to be censured because it, it is uh, what they did goes against everything that our democracy stands for. Uh, and they have, censure they have censure isn't enough. I don't feel that censure is enough. To me, censure is like a slap on the wrist. Oh, bad girl, bad boy. My feeling is is that the first thing you said is what should happen. They should absolutely lose their seats. They should be either appointed by the the new administration or have another election. It is not unheard of. Get new represent. Let the people decide. But come on, we have. We are a country of laws. We're a country of systems of laws. We have to find the place where we go back to obeying basic decency even when we agree. And apparently that has been completely lost over the last four years. I mean, listen, I know that Lindsey Graham did this whole thing last night about his friend Joe Biden. But you know what? He was one of the worst offenders once Trump got into office. He was the one, until John McCain died, Lindsey Graham actually knew the difference between right and wrong or appeared to because apparently John McCain made the gods look after him for whatever. But I'm just saying, at least there was a moral compass in place, something resembling one between right and wrong. But the minute Trump got elected, Lindsey Graham, I'm sorry, couldn't drop his pants fast enough to take it up the butt. That's just how I feel about it. Well, I mean, 
look, Lindsey Graham has uh, flipped over more times than a hamburger on a grill in the in the last in the last four years. Listen, I have no problem with Lindsey Graham's personal life. My fat, my, but what I'm saying is, and let me make this really clear, because as a bisexual woman, I just heard what I said, and I don't want any misinterpretation. What I'm saying is he was ready to lay down for Trump specifically. That's what I'm talking about. That You sell your soul to the devil. The devil is going to have his due, to coin an old phrase. You, you know, you, you knew what you were doing was wrong. You knew you were supporting somebody that would basically wipe their ass with the Constitution. We all knew it. They all knew it. So why well, is there Graham. suddenly all of this contrition about, you know, well, you know, it didn't go the way we wanted it to, but Joe Biden's my friend and he's a good guy. You weren't saying that two weeks ago. I'm sorry I'm pissed. And well, he's just one of them. Well, yeah, but I think that, um, you know, so yesterday, making the rounds before everything kind of exploded, you know, Lindsey Graham's tweet about, you know, that if the Republican Party uh, made Trump their nominee or elected Trump, that uh, it would uh, basically, it would be the the end of the Republican Party and the, that right. they would deserve it. Okay, that was in 2016 right. uh, prior to the election. Yeah. Right. And then he flipped. So, I mean... I think there are always going to be questions about what the hell Lindsey Graham, uh, you know, but the level of, you know, kowtowing then, you know, by elected officials is, I don't think we've ever seen anything quite like, like what, what we've seen, uh, certainly not in, in my lifetime, I mean, uh, you know, I can't even because let me tell you something. When Ted Cruz, now if anybody has forgotten, he base Trump basically dogged Ted Cruz's wife. Basically said that actually said that Ted Cruz's father had something to do with the assassination of JFK. I mean, has anybody forgotten all of this insanity? And and Ted Cruz is like the first one to say, oh, you know, we've got to support Trump, even up until yesterday. What kind of magic what? Or what what does he have over these people? I mean, the man basically destroyed Cruz's, Everything he, you know, he said horrible shit about the person he's married to. Said horrible shit about his family. You know, was completely disrespectful to the man's father. Listen, I'm no fan of Ted Cruz, but where again? We all have to have a moral compass about something. 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 Nothing yeah. matters to you. Well, I think money matters to them. Money and power and. Um, I mean, that's the only. I think that's the only real conclusion that that you can draw from from all of this. But to see, to hear on the radio yesterday. Yes, I'm old. I listen to the radio. Um, no streaming for me. I listen to live radio. Um, to hear the accounts of. Uh, representatives and staffers and media people that were, you know, basically, you know, shuttled off to safe spaces and um, left locked in together um, for hours and hours where they had no idea what, what was really going on other than, you know, getting text messages and, um, you know, the periodic phone call and, uh, so they had really weren't sure what was what was going on um you know mm-hmm. i i mean we're still seeing the level of damage that was done to the capitol i mean there are bullet holes all over the place 
Um, you know, I've seen reports that um, that they peed all over the floors in the Capitol. Ah! Um, you know, they ripped down they ripped down the sign uh, for Pelosi's office. Uh, you know, there was one asshole who went in her office. And naturally, he took he shot a picture of himself at you know at her desk with his feet propped up, um, and stole uh, mail. He had a he had a letter. I don't know if it was just the envelope or what that he later outside of the Capitol building, um, you know, was bragging about how you know that he had her mail, and was holding it up. I mean. Um, this is insane. You know, I mean, I've never seen anything like this. I'm sure there were versions of this in the past where people did not necessarily peacefully protest on the government at whatever location it may have been at the time. I'm sure there were protests um, in Philadelphia. I'm sure there have been protests everywhere at all kinds of points in our history, but I have never seen the level of degradation uh, that I witnessed yesterday. Now, maybe that's because we have cameras everywhere now and because we have social media, but I mean, I've never seen, I, I, I never thought this could happen. And here's what scares me. And if we could address this a little bit, we are a number of days away from another inauguration these people have vowed to come back in two weeks and do this all over again, only worse. What well, do we do? How, how do we protect well, people? It's an outdoor well, event. We, we have the tools to, uh, to, I mean, come on. Obama, the first black president, yeah. uh, you know, we managed to not only elect him, we managed yeah. to, you know, to certify those electoral votes. We managed to, yeah. in, in, to he managed to be inaugurated not once, but twice. I and he's still up. alive. He's still alive today. So the framework certainly exists to provide, um, to provide security. And plus, here's the other thing that you need to remember. Unlike past okay. inaugurations, we are still in the middle of a pandemic, a raging pandemic, I might add. Um, yeah. You know, there are not going to be millions of people at his inauguration like like there would have been. So I think this is a bit of a blessing in disguise. And, okay. um, and we fully have the capabilities to, to safely conduct the inauguration. Um, I hope so. So, I mean, you know, I, I think that, um, and especially after what happened yesterday, I don't think that that's going to be an issue. Now, okay. one of the things that I, that I do want to point out, and the Wild Hunt publishes an article about this earlier today already, um, Okay. And that is that these a number of these different groups that participated and there and there were a variety of groups that participated yesterday um, where right. we were talking about the the QAnon nuts. Uh, I'm going to call them You're, nuts. Yeah, you I, know, I did not about that yet. Yeah. Um, you know, you had a lot of white supremacy groups, but there was one guy in particular who, um, you know was a, a a larger thorn among the you know the smaller thorns if you will um yeah. who were who had um he was bare chested uh, he had massive tattoos on his on his torso like a thor's hammer a tree of life and a um, oh yeah the right, right, the little right. double mm-hmm. the little double tri- triangle what's it called a a, a vault nut I can't say it right. I won't say it. Okay. Um, okay. But there, those are all pagan, heathen symbols. We saw a lot of that on on various people that were that were at the um, at the protests. Yeah. But this one guy was, you know, he had on his little furry hat. 
that had horns on it. Uh, he had his tattoos. He had his face painted red, white, mm-hmm. and blue. Um, and there was even talk that he was, um, uh, you know, that he was really Antifa or Black Lives Matter, which he since he since has issued his own statement that he is none of those things. That he is a Trump supporter and a QAnon supporter, but he was actually. You know, one of the people in the chamber, there are multiple pictures of this asshole all over the place. Um, right. And there are uh, memes about his his, uh, his clothing choices. There are memes about, I've seen a, a couple of memes going around about get this look, as it were. I mean, you know, listen, well, we have morons uh, in every stripe. Pagans have their own select number of morons of every stripe as well. Um, you know, I, I've had to cut some folks out of my life and very disappointed to do so, but did it anyway. It happened. Right. But this guy, here's the thing is that these people were not, are not pagans. He's not a heathen. Um, oh, he's not, you know, Oh, I thought no, he was. he's, oh, okay. he's like some kind of weird, like Christian mystic shaman, uh, out of work actor, dude. Um, <laughs> I mean, for real, like that's one of the things that, um, his, his real name, uh, is hang on a second. Um, we, we published it, uh, in our article today. Um, uh-huh. so check but, out the uh, wild hunt to see the name. Oh yeah. Um, you know, check out wildhunt.org, please. Read that article. Give some support. Um, but, yeah, I mean, listen, it doesn't even matter. You know, the, the guy's a poser, imposter, whatever. You know, there is, listen, there are still pagans that supported Trump. Um, you know, uh, well, I've yeah, talked about absolutely. a personal situation. And i got to cut these people off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. Well, I mean, and I'm not saying that there aren't. But what I am saying is that a number of these, well, I mean, this has been an ongoing problem for, for heathenry uh, for some yeah. time now, is that the white supremacists yeah. have co-opted uh, their symbols, um, parroted, you know, their beliefs, you know, when they're really what they are. They're nationalists. They're not, they're not real heathens. Um, so, I mean, I think that uh, that's a really important uh, distinction to make. Every bit as much as, you know, we can't call the people who stormed the Capitol yesterday, we cannot call them protesters. They are not protesters. They are extremists. They are insurrectionists, you know, maybe mm-hmm. even domestic terrorists. Uh, but yes. but we, we are not going to call them protesters because this is not what a protest looks like. You know, riot, right. riot, this is what a riot looks like. Um you know, uh, so I, I think that that's a really important um, distinction that, that needs to be made. And I think the the biggest question is, you know, where do we go from here? Where do we, you know, where do we go from here? And I think that the only answer is, you know, if I could hold up one example of somebody who, who, you know, maybe things look, didn't look so good for is uh, Stacey Abrams. You know, let's just look at what Stacey Abrams did, okay? She lost her bid for governor. and yes, she did. She, you know, she didn't go home and, you know, she didn't try to go blow up something or, or, or go home and hide under her bed. Uh, she nope. got busy, and she continued to organize, and it is largely due to her efforts and her efforts with others, that they turned mm-hmm. the state of Georgia pretty damn blue. So I, mean, yeah. I think that, you know, while on one hand there's this real tendency to just say, oh, my God, the, you know, the world is ending. This is all awful. It's terrible. We can never recover from this. To all of that, I say bullshit, you know. Um, if Stacey Abrams, could lose the bid for governor and turn yeah. the whole goddamn state around and and elect the first black senator, first democratic black sem- senator mm-hmm. from from the south um 
because Tim Scott is is also black and he's a Republican in South Carolina. He's right. a senator. Um, right. And a white Jewish guy. Okay. This is who who we elected. You know, this is who the state of Georgia elected, and and uh, you know, and the state went for Biden. So, you know, yeah. be don't be like these. You know, don't just cry and worry and wring your hands, and it's all going to be horrible. Fucking do some shit, okay? I mean, if you're going to be something, be like Stacey Abrams. You know, there you go. She, yeah. that's that's the way to go. That is the way to go. So, I mean, and I think that's the only path forward. We have to continue to speak out. We have to continue to stand up. We have to continue to vote, vote every chance you get. Um, We cannot be quiet. And when shit like what happens yesterday, we have to roundly and soundly call it what it is and condemn it and say, this is not, this cannot be. We're not going to allow this. And we've got to hold our representatives accountable. You know, Madison, little Madison Cawthorn, who was newly elected. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's one of them yeah. that said, "I will object." Blah blah blah. Well, guess what, you little shit. I hope you. I hope you don't ever get seated. You know, I hope that they bring charges yeah. against you, because. Yeah. And and I'm gonna keep saying that until he's not in office anymore, because he yeah. has to be held accountable, just like every single person that has been elected. That you know. They have to be held accountable. You can't just be going out and talking smack like what Trump has done and his followers have done yeah. for the last four yeah. fucking years. Because you know what happens? Yesterday is what happens when you do that. And they that's, all own you know, it. They all own it. They do. And that's why, you know, the, the, the 11th hour almost tearful confessions of, we, you know, well, we have to support the new president now. Where were you five days ago? Where were you five hours previous to that? Come on. You know, these people need to lose the ability to make laws. These people need to lose their power. I'm sorry, but your 11th hour speech, Lindsey Graham, does not move me. It does not. I'm not from South Carolina, but I have loved ones who are, and I'm over this well, you know, people will have to remember me from what for forget everything I did previous to this. Remember that I said these heartfelt words now. No, piss on that. Your actions for the last four years tell the truth of who you are. This tearful eleventh hour confession is nothing. Don't buy the bullshit. We have to demand that these people lose their entitled power. Because that's all that's all that is, you know. I, so I want I, folks to not forget what happened. You know, when the next election happens, you know, there's another election in two years. Don't forget, there are seats that will be up. We have to fight for this all the time. We cannot let midterm elections be the thing that undoes us. That happened with Barack Obama. It has happened with lots of presidents, where you lose your power in the still of the night when you think something's not important. It is always important to vote, just like Starr said. Every vote is important. Every election is important. Dog catchers, friggin' important. All of it. Do it. Okay? Just saying. And we're going to keep an eye on this, because there's a lot to keep our eyes on. Okay? And uh, on that note, we're actually going to wrap it up, because we are about out of time. So I'm going to say everyone have a wonderful, hopefully wonderful rest of your month. Star and I will be back in February, first Thursday as always. And uh, we hope you are blessed and we hope you are safe and we hope you are doing the right thing. All right. Check out the wearamask.org. Wear a mask, get the vaccination. If you're so moved to, encourage others to do the same if you're so moved to. I know folks still have questions, so I'm not going to be quite vehement about that yet because I don't know enough. So that's just my opinion. you got to do what's right for you, I guess. But please keep each other safe. Please don't be anywhere. Uh, If you're going to be unmasked, stay home. Just stay home. Things can get delivered to you. It's a way of life. I don't like wearing a mask on Saturdays. 
So I have the groceries delivered, and somebody else with a mask goes and gets them from the door. There you go. There are ways around, you know, your discomfort. Listen, I'm a she-she, frou-frou bitch. I already know that, uh, but I admit it, and I pay for the privilege. Um, but, yeah, it's for everyone's safety. You've got to wear the mask. Just please wash your hands, wear the mask, follow all the protocols. It's important. Okay? All right. We are out. I will see you tomorrow uh, on Desperate House Witches with Don Hunt, and I will see you on Saturday with Talison Govannon for another political wrap-up show. Hopefully we'll be able to wrap. I don't know. We'll see what happens between <laughs> now and Saturday because it's a constantly evolving thing. All right, you guys, take it easy. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>